Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised. Taylor's getting ready here. All right. Well, happy fall, y'all. Happy (laughs) fall, y'all. Yeah, this is like the best season ever where all of us chicks get to just be basic bitches. (laughs) We get to wear our leggings and sweater. So check and check for me today. So yeah, Nikki was like, I'm so cold today. I'm like, what? (laughs) And then we eat anything pumpkin spice or consume anything pumpkin spice. Yes. Which I have a pumpkin spice scone and pumpkin spice chai. And I'm wearing my pumpkin spice everything t-shirt. Oh my god. I'm taking it to the max today. I'm just overdoing it. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Wow. Um, all right. Well, welcome. We are the Quirky Crime Sisters. Ooh. The podcast where two sisters actually like to hang out with each other. Most days. Most days. (laughs) Um, talk about some body parts. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) And have an adult beverage or two. Or three or four, or with some pumpkin spice added up in there in a lantern that you chug. Yes. I meant what? a jack-o'-lantern, <laughs> not a lantern. I just agree with you. I'm like, yes. Yeah. And, and you're like, like wait, wait. That didn't even make any that's sense. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, today uh, we are talking about... Oh, wait. <laughs> that not awake chick over there is Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> the lady that... Um, pretends to know the order of things over there and is the basic white bitch today is nikki yes that's me (laughs) um and today we are talking about strange remains i just tried to hold your hand i'm sorry should (laughs) we hold hands through this episode nice your hands are really soft so are yours oh yay thank you they don't feel soft to me it's those manicures we get oh yeah (laughs) yeah probably actually um today taylor what are we drinking? Ooh, we are drinking one of our new faves. <laughs> um, so we got, you know, some high-class Cook's Champagne. 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 It's like Blagna. Blagna. Champagne. Champagne. Topanga <laughs> or Champagne. <laughs> um, Which I have to say, like, we started drinking this at our uh, breakfasts together and we love it. Yes. And then, I don't know if you remember, but Kayla, who we love, Kayla, yay, from yay. the bar. Last time we saw her, she was like, you guys should drink mimosas. True. And she listens to us. So thanks for the uh, tip. Yes. Or suggestion. Well, okay. So it's a different type of mimosa because I didn't actually finish. <laughs> Sorry. No. I got excited. No, you're good. It wasn't. <laughs> you Clearly, can't... I'm too awake for Taylor today. You can't hide in your sweater. Oh, that didn't make it onto the table. Yes, um, no, it's just... Uh, champagne mixed with pineapple juice. It's so yummy. It's so good. So let right. me see how this is going to go. I really just want to like pop it like. Pop it like it's funky hot. Funky style. Pop it like it's hot. Shit's in there. Oh, that was my wrist. Did you hear my <laughs> wrist? That. that was your wrist. Oh my God. Ow. Champagne okay. is winning. Ooh, yep. That was a good one. I see. And you didn't spill it on yourself. Hey. Winning. Well, okay. <laughs> to be fair, 
because I was worried about it, I did move it off of my vagina. <laughs> like you yes. just off of your lap. Let it happen. That's fair. It was not fun sitting in that last week. It's I'm fine, impressed though. you did. I really gave you the out not to. I know. To. I just was like, really, am I going to be that chick that needs another pair of pants? I mean, I wouldn't have judged you. I don't like sitting in wet clothing. Especially wet shoes. Like, that's my biggest pet oh, peeve same in life. Oh, girl. I'd rather just take my shoes off and oh, me be too. barefoot. Well, I hate shoes anyway, so I'd rather be barefoot anyway. <laughs> Fair. Why do we have so many pairs then? Because I have to. We have to have the option. society tells me I have to wear shoes. <laughs> so we got to make sure we have plenty I'm to choose from. All right. Oh, cheers, microphone. Ready? Yep. Yamas. Yamas. All right. Mm. Oh, sparkle, sparkle, mm. sparkle. Yeah, that. I love this. That hits the spot. It's good for when you're waking up like me. <laughs> yeah. Are you first? I don't know. Who went first last week? I don't even remember. What were we talking? We talked about FBI's top ten. I went first. Because you were already drunk. Because I was already drunk. <laughs> so it's your turn. Okay. Yay. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Okay. I'm much more sober this time. Just not awake. Oh, who was that? Oh my God. That's me. Damn it, Taylor. Dang it. Damn it, Taylor. That's a drink. It's got to be. We're going to make a drinking game out of this. Every time something happens that's not supposed to, we have to take a drink. Yep. Okay. On it. All right, guys. So this week, my case is on James Smith. So it was April 25th, 1935. I don't know why I keep going back to like... Vintage. Yeah, vintage, but I like it. It was Anzac Day, um, the day where Australia and New Zealand celebrate their first military action in World War I. Oh, okay. Um, Beachgoers were celebrating on the beach of Coogee, which is about five miles south of Sydney in New South Wales. Um, there, they, oh, God. Oh, drink. <laughs> yep, drink. She almost ripped <laughs> off her headphones. <laughs> this could get real interesting. I love it. I love this. <laughs> they also have an uh, aquarium and bathhouse. And this is where a tiger shark was displayed after he had been caught a week before. Hmm. Don't worry, he was still alive. Oh, my God, you don't have eyelashes. Oh my god, you just now noticed? <laughs> Sorry. She, okay, she gets extensions and they're usually like... Full and luscious and dramatic. beautiful. Dramatic. And, and they look so good on her, but it was like staring at her and I was like, something's not right. <laughs> I was like, you look so different. Because I'm going to get them as soon as we're done with this. You're going with me. I know, but I didn't realize that you were doing like a full set. I yeah, thought, you know, every once in a while you just got to take them off and like do a whole new full set. How did you get them off without ripping out all your eyelashes? Um, I ripped out a few un- unintentionally, but... Because they were so old, some of them just, like, disintegrated off. Last time I did that, I literally had one eyeball with no eyelashes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks for that corkscrew. Wow. Okay. So, back to the shark. Um, The shark was thrashing about, and then in front of everyone, the shark threw up. Have you ever heard of a shark throwing up, by No, the way? I was just going to say that's a I thing. I didn't even know that was a thing, by the wow. way. Wow. Um, and with that came up a human arm. Oh, shit. Yeah. A whole arm. Whoa. (laughs) Could you imagine being there and already being like, I mean, at that time, you know, seeing a shark up and close and like personal. Was new. And like he's thrashing about and then all of a sudden he's like, and up comes an arm and you're, he's like, oh, I feel better. As he swims away. (laughs) Swims through. It's fine. Just keep swimming. (laughs) Same shark. Right. 
Um, so, of course, the police were called, and in an effort to figure out who the arm belonged to, they put a picture in the paper as the arm had a tattoo of two men boxing. Oh, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> they just want a picture of the arm? Yeah, right. Oh, my God. I was like... Can somebody please identify this arm? Who is missing an appendage? Yeah, I was like, that's not going to work. But, okay, that makes more sense yeah. if there was a... Okay. Yeah, I, there was I, a tattoo. I follow. I oh, follow. Oh, you follow. Okay. Um, it didn't take long to recognize, due to the tattoo, mm-hmm. the arm belonged to James Jim Smith. Um, well, who hate... Your parents didn't like you. Right. Uh, James, his James wife Smith. and brother, I actually stopped my sentence there. But what I meant to continue to say was they're the ones that identified it. Okay. Um, James Jim Smith was a 40-year-old boxer and bodybuilder who was also linked to the Sydney, Australia's underground crime ring. I don't know what he did. Not a great guy. Well, well, you, I guess we don't know. I mean, I didn't, there wasn't a ton of info on him. I'm not going to lie. So it's kind of interesting. Anyway, well, so he made um, James was last seen the morning of April 8th by his wife. Um, as he was leaving his home, he said that he was going fishing with a friend, but didn't specify which friend. Um, Great. at first. Always tell everybody everything no, yes. everywhere you go. Yes. Like, I am not going to name names, but you will know who I'm talking about. My best friend. Uh-huh. Her stepdaughter. Who, who listens to this? Who listens You're to this? You're going to throw this her under the bus? Yes, I'm going to throw her under the bus and she'll know. And she, she was house sitting and met somebody on tinder and had him come over and hang out with her which is totally fine that is totally okay i know i'm just an anxious body and i would never like my social anxiety i was like (laughs) yeah but she didn't tell anybody that he was coming over like she didn't tell even her best friend and we were like we were like crime junkies sorry i'm gonna throw out crime junkies there rule number uno always tell people that somebody's coming over right right or like that you're meeting up with somebody or something could happen to her and we would have never even known oh yeah like i even went to walmart the other day at like 9 30 at night and i told my boyfriend like if i'm not back in an hour something happened call the police like <laughs> hey lots of strange shit happens at walmart we know okay oh you person that we both know i'm gonna yell at you <laughs> We still love you. We do. But we but love you and that's why we don't want you to do Damn it, like you that. listen to this. Like you have to know. Like you know better. <laughs> exactly. Oh no. Oh girl. Girlfriend. Anyway. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Okay. Oh shit. I'm all um, at first the police thought that this oh, was a, a shark attack, of course, right? Because your arm is in the belly of a shark. Mm-hmm. Um but upon further inspection they realized that they were actually dealing with a murder. Come again? Yeah. Was it like a good cut? Un murder. Un murder. Murder. <laughs> it's it. It's French. It's French. <laughs> well, this was, he's Australian. <laughs> this was an Australian shark. Um, okay. So they came to the conclusion after seeing a rope tied around the wrist and a uh, physician had determined that the arm had been removed by using a sharp item such as a knife. I knew it. I you, was going to say. You called it. It would look a little different if you just bit it off. Right? Yeah. So. Um, on June 14th, 1935, published in an issue of Sydney Morning Herald, the physician said that he believed the arm was severed by a knife after the victim was already deceased, but that the uh, perpetrator did not have surgical experience. So he was just hacking shit off. He just hacked it <laughs> off, but it was it was more precise than a shark bite. Okay. Shark bait. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um... <laughs> It was at this point that they that they killed the shark. 
work. Well, that's just not I fair. Know, those bastards. I mean, I douche know. Douche canoes. <laughs> douche canoes. I know why they're doing it. Yeah. So they killed it um, and they dissected it to look for any other remains. Um, you know, I guess they have to, but yeah. I, I think it's pretty safe to say, like, you already knew who the arm belonged to. Like, really? Do you got to kill the shark? Yeah, no. That's dumb. <gasps> Speaking of killing animals, well, I don't think this happened, but um, somebody got gored yesterday in Estes by an elk. <laughs> and me and yeah bitches were probably trying to take a picture with it yeah probably and this lady the customer that came in and told me about it i was like is it bad that like i'm i'm like more concerned about like how stupid these people are like why did you get that close to the elk yeah like i hope they're okay but and the lady goes i hope they don't kill the elk over it and i was like me too so that's where i was going with that yeah well no they, people do that all the time and I, you know not to be <laughs> it's very victim blamey stance of us to take but like people like so get close to those elk and they're massive animals like well when it comes be. to animals and you're in that are wild and you're in their environment like i'm sorry you need to have a little more brains than that leave the bitches be exactly don't just blame the animal anyway they're just doing what comes natural so anyway so they investigated um by dissecting the the shark, and to their disappointment, there were no other remains. Um, <laughs> I know. It's probably just floating. The shark was like, ooh, yum. Yeah, right? He's like, hmm, this looks like a tasty morsel. Yep. yep. Now you're dead. I no did reason. read one article where it said that they believed that maybe a shark had eaten it, and that, like a smaller shark, and then the tiger shark ate that shark. Yeah, that's possible, too. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true or not, so... Um, the police had started a full homicide investigation and were trying to figure out J- uh, James' last moments. An eyewitness came forward and said that they had seen James on April 8th at a hotel bar in Cornulia? Cornulia? Yeah. Cornulia. Which is a beachside suburb of Sydney. He was said to have been the man... Oh, sorry. He was said to have been with a man named Patrick Brady. Okay. Um... He was a 42-year-old Czech forger. Wow, my notes are all jacked up. (laughs) And take a drink. Yep, and take a drink. (laughs) Whoa, that would be two drinks. Yep, two drinks. (laughs) I believe in you. Okay. Um, Also at this point, the police decided to ask uh, James' boss, Reginald Holmes... Reggie, Reggie. Um, if he had any information regarding James' disappearance, as they had, there had been some rumors floating around that James and Reginald had a business deal that went bad, and that James was allegedly blackmailing Reginald. Of course, he denied these claims and said that he didn't even he didn't know Patrick Brady either. So he's claiming no shady shit was going down, and he didn't know Patrick. Mm-hmm. Likely yeah. story, story, likely story. Um, it turns out that Patrick had been renting a cottage in. Cornulia and it was said that when investigators went to search the property no evidence of a murder occurred uh, occurring there however there was a mattress and a tin box big enough to fit a human body that were missing that's a big ass tin box well not if they chopped him up into pieces yeah I guess I was like thinking of like a little like (laughs) like a little trinket box yeah (laughs) I don't know why it's fine a finger might fit in there yeah um on May 16th, when Patrick was questioned, he, of course, denied everything, claiming that he wasn't even in that city on the 8th and that and had nothing to do with the death of James. The police decided to arrest him for murder, uh, for the murder of James anyway. 
Four days later, Reginald was driving his boat recklessly through the harbor and had complaints against him called in. When the police finally got to him, they found he was bleeding from his head and disoriented. So weird. James's boss. Weird. He told police that he had been attacked and that someone tried to kill him by shooting him. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. Um, the police, however, believed the gunshot wound was a botched suicide attempt. And once he was examined, it was determined that he only survived because the bullet flattened against his skull bones. Ooh. What the fuck? You got some, you got a thick skull, my dude. That's thick headed for you right there. Yeah, literally. Literally. <laughs> um, this time, Reginald claimed that he, in fact, did know Patrick. Yeah, you big fat liar. And that Patrick confessed to killing James. He said that it was because Patrick believed James was on a was an informant for the police and was giving them information about him. Seems like he's just trying to throw somebody under the bus now. Right? Uh, yeah, but either way, you're still being sketchy. Even yeah. if he was an informant, you don't kill the informant. Like, what are you into? Yeah, exactly. Um, it was then that Reginald agreed to testify at the coroner's inquest against Patrick However, shortly before he was to take the stand, his body was found in his car near the Sydney Bridge with three gunshots to the head. Because they involved in some sketchy ass shit. Exactly. Reggie, you dead. Um, it was oh it was investigated, of course, as a murder um, or homicide, but it went cold due to no evidence. So we don't even know what happened to Reggie. We have a guess. We have a guess. We have a guess. Doesn't surprise me that Reggie's head didn't end up being thrown up. Ooh, yeah. By a shark. I'm by a shark. Okay. That'd be harder to throw up, I feel like, because it's just so much more round than an arm. It's like a little jawbreaker stuck in your throat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now I want to throw up. Drink. During Patrick's trial, he was acquitted due to the lack of evidence because he no longer had somebody to testify against him. Um, however, once he was escorted out of the building, he made it about 60 yards and was arrested again by an, another police officer due to check forgery. So he was just... <laughs> do- <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're so stupid, stupid. stupid. Um, and at this point, no other arrests have ever been made in J- uh, James' case. Oh, I tried to hold your hand this Hi. time. <laughs> oh, and you like petted me with your thumb. Yeah. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Hi. Anyway, um... So, yeah, and I got all of my information this week from an amazing article called, uh, from a website called Strange Remains. They published this article on July 23rd, 2018, and that was my case. Oh, I'm so Short sad. and sweet, but isn't that weird that it was all because they caught, of all the sharks, of all the fish in the sea. That fish. How did they catch that fish that threw up that arm? I feel bad for that arm. Or not that arm. That <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for that shark, not that arm. Well, yeah, I guess I feel bad for the guy that came with the arm. But like, right. <laughs> Poor Sharko. I know. He was just swimming along, minding his own business. How'd you even find this? Uh, you know, how do I find anything? True. I, find? <laughs> I dig it. I just, I, I looked. I don't know. So yeah. Good it, job. Thank you. That was an interesting one that I've never heard of. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but yeah. I dig it. You dig it? Oh, my God. Sorry, my eyes hit you. Can you dig it? Let me yawn one more time. We can dig it. We can dig it. Now I'm awake. Okay. I hit the microphone. I'm drinking. (laughs) 
This is going to be drunker fast than anything because I'm just like, yep, mess that up. Mess that up. I got tangled up. Drink again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Feel free to play along at home, everybody yes. else. When we fuck up because it happens a lot, go ahead and just drink. Except for our cousin. You're at college. Study. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to tell you the story of the first mass murderer in Nevada. Ooh. I know. Raw. 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 Um, Cuejo, I think is how you say it. <laughs> I could be wrong. Nailed it. Um, but yeah, he's basically a legend of Las Vegas. I need to stop saying basically because I you, say it constantly. Yeah. Do you notice that I was just going to tell you, you say basically constantly and I say actually. So when I wrote my case this week, I literally did not include actually at all. <laughs> I there were I don't know how many times I wanted to type it. And I was like, nope, do not type that word. Stop. You're not using that word anymore. And just read from the page. You're clapping at yourself. I love it. Yes. <laughs> So he is a legend of Las Vegas um, and is also called the Mad Indian. Ooh. Um, this story, though. Huh. Nope. nope. Go. Nope. Nope. What? I was going to say something that might have been offensive, so I'm just going to keep it to myself. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> um, the story is often like intermingled with local like legend and everything. So facts are a little blurry. Take them with a grain of salt. Okay. It's got some like paranormal aspects to it, but... It's interesting to me, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, he was a Native American outlaw and renegade, and he was born in the 1880s. So we both went vintage again this week. We did. You went way vintage, though, compared to mine. I've had this case for a while again. Nice. I think we keep doing this. Like, <laughs> two of the episodes, I was like, I'm going to do this for Patreon someday, have saved my ass. The last two weeks, of my, my life's been crazy. Anyway... That wasn't planned. I'm going to take a drink because I threw myself <laughs> into the bus. All right. We have to drink. Okay. Were you about to cheers me? I was. I don't know why. <laughs> take another drink. Damn it. <laughs> so good. It is so good. You yeah, guys, you really should do Do this. yourselves a favor. Have a mimosa, but instead of orange juice, put pineapple juice. It's, it's so good. It's life changing. I don't like pineapples. Like, just to start off with, I don't like their texture, anything, but this just tastes so good. I like pineapples because they're fruit with their own built-in goddamn crown. <laughs> Prickly on the outside, sweet on the inside, and where's a crown? Where's a crown? It's just like Nikki. A hundred percent. Okay. So, he was originally called an outcast and was actually a half-breed because his mom was Native American from the Cocopa. Ooh, tribe got it and they actually think his father was a local spanish miner oh okay but they don't know by the way that tribe's my favorite the coco puff <laughs> the coco puff tribe yeah <laughs> the coco puff tribe <laughs> um and like right after he was born so he like didn't know his father because they obviously just hooked up because that was like so not okay back then like what? you bred in the tribe but shortly after he was born, his mom committed suicide and jumped in the Colorado River. Oh, well, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Again, probably because it was not allowed and she was feeling shamed and... Yeah. Exactly. But she was a hoe. I don't know. Our, like, great, great, great grandparents broke the tribe and ran away together. This is true. Drink. Drink, because she just hit her hand on the table. <laughs> 
I'm getting better at narrating what's actually happening when we screw up. <laughs> yeah, our like great 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 grandparents. She was ch- maybe one more. She was Cherokee, Cherokee and he was Irish. That's right. And her father was actually the chief, and it was like a whole thing. Man, I could still, I could be tan. <laughs> this bitch could be tan had that not happened. Instead, I had to follow the Irish side. You did. I, I show more of our Native American side. You for sure do. Which is funny. But be- I think that's also because of dad. Dad's side, which is like, <clears throat> sorry, which is like Polish and yeah. Hungarian. and Yeah. I'm kind of a mutt. We both are. Yeah. I feel like everyone is anymore. Like, there's oh, yeah. not a lot of clean bloodlines anymore. No. Unless you're Prince Harry or some shit. Well, I mean, they still value that, so. I don't care. Are you kidding me? My dog, my mutt dogs are the best dogs. Oh, yeah. They clean out all that genetic bullshit. Love it. Yep. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay. Was that the, is that the McDonald's commercial jingle that you just said? Yeah, like ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Because you said love it? Got it. That's how I made that connection. Got it. Okay. I did not follow you on that. You did not. (laughs) So he was born with a club foot, which made him really easy to find, like, as he was committing crimes because he would, like, drag it (laughs) in the dust. (laughs) Not to make fun of his disability, but, like, (laughs) I find it funny. Okay. (laughs) Um, And this is where that, (laughs) Like, like... I'm just saying... Maybe not. You didn't pick the right profession. Yeah, exactly. You're not super stealthy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm making fun of anybody with disabilities. I'm just saying the maybe being a, a you know in the profession where you have to be sneaky. Not great. Not not the best. Oh damn it! I just hit my hand on <laughs> she the just table. Hit her hand. Drink. I'm getting wasted. Okay. Get swifty. Get swifty. Okay. <laughs> Um, this is where that local legend thing I was talking about. Okay. Grain of salt. People said he had two rows of teeth. Oh. Like a shark. Look, Tyner. He's a shark. Full fucking circle. He's a land shark. Oh, I just tried to hold your hand again. (laughs) We should just stop fighting it at this point. (laughs) What's on the bottom? Okay. He's a land shark. Do, 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 Land shark. Do, 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 do. Quail the shark. Do, 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 do. Shark bait. Ooh, ah. Um, so he is attributed to like three known murders that they know of. Okay. That they know of. So one was his half brother. This is like Abel and Cain shit. Um, his half brother was killing a lot of white men. Question like quote unquote. Yeah. So like in that day, it was believed that the brother of the perp must carry out the punishment. So. His oh. half-brother was killing all these white men, quote-unquote. I say white men because that's how that how worked they referred, back then. yeah, yep. But when the punishment was handed down because he was being a murderer, your brother has to hold the, hold you accountable. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. We would have had to kill each other, like, multiple times. I mean, we're not, like, killing people over here. <laughs> like, chill out. Like, <laughs> she's not self-incriminating. No. Did I tell you the story of one of my boys? And it's one of my favorite things ever to this day. We were like talking about something. He was in trouble for something. And he's like, I'm not going to self-discriminate. <laughs> and I was like, you mean incriminate? And to this day, he's like, I'm just self-discriminating over here. It's like, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
So Cuejo basically shot his half-brother in the head. Um, and he was only, Cuejo was only 17 at the time. That's rough to have to do when you're 17. Yeah. Although I guess back then at 17, you were an adult. Nowadays, 17, you're still looked at as like an infant. Yeah. Yeah. So he was also attributed to killing one of the local medicine men. Oh, that's um, real bad juju. Everyone freaked the fuck out, according to my research. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's real bad juju. It caused an uproar, quote unquote. Um... I don't know. I don't have any motive. I have nothing more than he killed the guy. Um, I just burped while I was taking a drink and it like and like went back into the cup. <laughs> it was really weird. Okay. So this is that like last. I need to take another drink for that. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> so this is that third one I was talking about. So, shortly after he killed the medicine man, he became employed by J.W. Wood- Woodwa to clear trees. You know, all I can think of is J.G. Wentworth, 877 Cash Now. I was just going to say the same thing. J.G. Wentworth. We're very jingle heavy this episode. Yes. <laughs> Bringing up the jingles. Um, so, at some point, Cuejo became enraged with him as an employer and bashed his skull in with a length of cedar. A what? Length of cedar? Like a... A tree. tree. Can't we just say a tree limb? What? Uh, Why we gotta get all fancy? <laughs> With this length of cedar bit. Length base. of cedar. I have no idea. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, she meant to say tree limb. It's fine. I think people know what I meant. Anyway. Rian, hold on. I'm gonna take a drink. <laughs> I don't breathe enough when I tell my stories, and I often feel like I'm dying. Yeah, I know. I'm like... It's because you're puggy. I, and then when we drink, you get even more puggy. Yeah. And so, like... What we mean by puggy is I get congested really easily, but it goes into, like, my throat, so it makes it hard to, like, talk and breathe. And just live a normal life. It, it woke up like this today. Mm. I woke up like this. <laughs> so... um. So this is now on to, like, other murders he's tied to. Okay. So there was also a watchman that had been murdered outside of the mine, and due to the distinct footprints going away from the crime, they knew it was Cuejo because of his club food. See? Just, I know. Just not, not your profession, bro. Uh, another- what if there's another... That's kind of rude. What if there is another clubbed foot person out there that could have done it? I mean, maybe. Probably not. Probably not. No, <laughs> So another one was a hundred-year-old blind man or a blind Indian. His name was Canyon Charlie, <laughs> who sounds like a stripper. That his that's a stripper name. Um, and he had a pickaxe wound to his head. Oh, but many people didn't think that Cuejo actually did this because him and Canyon Charlie were like best buds. Um, they had a squabble. Maybe. Maybe. Um, and there were four other people he was accused of murdering. Um, many people believed his motive was just due to, uh, trying to find food and supplies. Like, so he didn't have any food and supplies, so therefore it was like, okay. It was like out of necessity. Yeah. Like, he's, he's in survival mode. Yeah, pretty okay. much. In March of 1919, a reward was proposed to capture Cuejo, dead or alive, for $3,000. In 1880? 1919. Oh, sorry. He was born in 1880. 
1990. Jesus Christ. I'm taking a drink. Yep, take a drink. 1919. That's a lot of money then. $44,500 today. Yeah. It it was no joke. Um, And he was hunted for about 30 years. Many settlers believe that Cuejo had cursed the land they lived on, which kind of like helped perpetuate the legend of Cuejo. Yeah. Um, Wow, for having a club foot, he was quite stealthy yeah after all yeah um and in 1914 19 oh my god 1940 taking a drink now you got me all confused so in 1940 prospectors working near the colorado river found a cave that contained the mummified remains of cuejo oh it was believed to have died from a snake bite well, so no one could find the bitch, but then he died because of a snake. His demise was, was ultimately from a rattler who was pissed off. <laughs> I mean. So his remains were purchased by one of his rivals. And from there, though, <laughs> a district attorney actually like so the rival put him on display. OK, but purchased from whom? It's a great question. I never figured that out. Huh. Um, and they were put on display and then a district attorney actually took him back and gave him proper burial where he still is today. And in Spanish, Cuejo means to complain. <laughs> oh. But here are just some pictures to show you. So <clears throat> one is his body. And the oh. other is like the miners with his body. Weird. Okay. Weird. Story of Cuejo. Oh, that was crazy. Good job. We both had some short and sweet ones today. Yeah, but that's okay. Like, I mean, when you're talking about remains, like strange remains, it's kind of weird. I it don't is know. weird. Yeah. It is weird. I mean, his weren't that strange. Damn it, I'm yawning. Drinking again. Um, his weren't that weird. They just found it and was like, oh my God, we've been hunting you for 30 years and, and you were just you here. Are. But no, but it was still mummified. I mean, that one picture was, I mean, he was pretty intact. You know what that reminds me of? Isn't it like, God, it was that Up and Vanish podcast, I think, where they they think the chick is down on a mine. Yes. Can I tell you? Okay, so it's Crystal Reisinger. Um, and she was here in Colorado. Yeah. And I am constantly, like, waiting for any sort of update on her. And I don't know that there will ever be one. But for some reason, when I listened to that episode, it, like, got me. Do you have your Google Alerts set up? No, I need to because... But the thing is, is where where she was, there was all kinds of abandoned mines and everything else. And... Um, they think, you know, whoever killed her, just put her down there, just put her in one of the mines and see, I knew it recently we were talking and I was like, what case just gets you? Like, yeah, what case that one, that one still gets you. I don't know if it's because she was here. I don't know if it's because she was like very spiritual and like did drum circles and like all of that stuff. I think you identified with her because you made me listen to Up I and Banish because of it. I did. I don't know something about it. I just ident like it just. I don't know. Something about her just grabbed me. So if you guys have not listened to it yet, you need to go to Up and Vanished. It's a great podcast. And listen to the season of uh, Crystal Risinger. I think it's season or episode or yeah, season two, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Um, but it's fantastic. And I still to this day hope they find her. So See, my case is um, the Delphi murders. Abby and Libby on the high bridge. Yes. Something. I thought they found that guy, or they... No. So they... And maybe because it's so interesting to me, because it's, like, new age technology of, like, 
I think it was Libby who captured him on Snapchat. That Yes. And the cops have like more video than they're giving us. But all we have from him is like a clip of him saying like guys down the br- or down the hill. Yes. Yeah. And it's so creepy. And like I can hear it like in my head, like the recording of him saying it. And I'm like, plus it's two young girls and they won't even release how they died. Yeah. Like it, it's something I have my Google alerts for the Delphi murders. Analyze a lamb just because that one's interesting. But I get those. Or will we both get them? I think so. Yeah. Oh, all right. Shall we lighten the mood? Yay! The quirky clipping of the week. Of the week. Okay. So, um, I have two quirky clippings and then I have a third one, but I have a little bit of a story behind it. So, okay. The first one is um, missing woman unwittingly. Unwittingly? Wow. Try that again. Okay. Drink. Drink. <laughs> um, young. Drinking again. <laughs> I just burped, so I'm going to drink too. So. <laughs> Missing woman unwittingly believing you joins search party looking for herself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would do that. <laughs> oh my God, I so would. I'm like, who are we looking for? Great, let's go. Yeah, what are we doing out here, guys? <laughs> who are we looking for? <laughs> Oh my god, that might be one of my favorite ones ever. <laughs> Literally, as I typed it out, I was like, "This is Taylor." Um, okay, well, so I wonder how long it took to like uh, figure it out. I don't know. <gasps> you know what I never followed up on? What? Oh my god! Um, I sent it to you. Remember a while ago, guys? We were talking about how a like squabble over a meatball marinara caused like a death. Oh yes. Now I'm going to have to find it because I actually ended up looking it up and I found it. Okay. Well, while you find it, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Keep going. That's fine. So grandpa who won romp with two hookers in a radio contest called get your grandpa laid choked to death as he hurried to eat his dinner on the way to that to have the threesome. Oh God. (laughs) Like. Oh my God. He was like, yes, I'm getting it in with two ladies. I better finish my dinner quick. And then we choked to death. And then he choked to death. Poor guy. He didn't even get to like have his romp. <sighs> okay, so this me. one is a little bit of a story, but I the title was Don't Tase Me, Mom. <laughs> I would say that to our mom. Our mom's crazy. I know. <laughs> I love you, Mom. But you would tase us. She would tase you. Bitch, she would tase you too. Mm, I'm the Probably favorite, not. remember? You are the favorite. <laughs> That's fine. She wouldn't even say it the other day, but she, we know it. <laughs> All right, so. In September of this year, Paso County police officers were called to a mobile home occupied by 45-year-old Cynthia Alexander after a neighbor saw Alexander and her 28-year-old daughter Stephanie fighting in the front lawn. Cynthia and Stephanie had a disagreement over the best uh, or how to best keep their mobile home clean, which turned out oh God, or turned me, from Mom. a shouting match to a wrestling match. To Cynthia discharging a stun gun into her daughter's face. Oh my god. <laughs> into the face. Into the face. You don't stun gun a to face. The face. That's how you break a face like Gunner. <laughs> right? My boyfriend had Bell's palsy and his face broke, but that's just what I could think of. If you get stun gun to the face, like you're going to break your face. Right? Oh. While Stephanie refused to press charges, the deputies charged Cynthia with aggravated domestic battery and told her to clean up her act (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) i mean to the face like she didn't just stun gunner she was like bitch boom point blank point blank to the the (laughs) oh 
Oh my god. <sighs> anyway, would you like to regale us of the meatball wielding story? <laughs> sure, I don't know how I'm gonna follow that up. <laughs> um, this is from Machapixel.com from Archie Boy. Anyway, I looked into the meatball situation because I had so many questions. You did. You were like, wait a minute, what? And I was like, I didn't get those. I just got the title. Uh, Jordan, 38, is accused of shooting Vernon Davis to death on October 31st, 2008 and over the Rhine. Two weeks before that, Davis and Brian Austin were fooling around with Jordan's 16-year-old son, Kareem Little Red Gilbert. The horseplay got out of control and an angry Austin hit Gilbert in the head with a meatball sandwich. (laughs) Gilbert, now angry himself, then shot and killed Austin as Davis ran off. Just because he hit him in the head? I'm pretty sure one was like an uncle and one's the nephew or something. Like their family. And so two weeks later, Davis was killed as he knew he would be. After Austin's death, Davis told family members what clothes he wanted to wear for his funeral. That's Um, creepy. And it's true. Like... There's a big family tie, but I was just like, oh, you got hit in the head with a meatball sandwich and now you're being pissy. <laughs> and I'm going to shoot and kill you. That's That escalated quickly. It did. Um, oh. All right. So, I... you guys, we also figured out, um, I'm sure there's plenty of you out there who are loving us and we appreciate you so much. And you're probably trying to donate to our Patreon. But for some reason, our Patreon is actually not working it's not popping up when you search for it which is kind of crazy so we're in the process of fixing that um we're hoping that that's the only reason why we only have our mother maybe not it might <laughs> maybe not, be. not maybe not but how did i, um, how did I find know. us on mom is now my next question but it's okay huh i have questions uh, we fine. have questions so stay tuned we're gonna get that fixed and then of course please uh give us a great rating on whatever um, app you listen to us on or wherever you're hearing this fun crazy shit please it really does help us we're no longer charting in the u.s which makes us so sad so we're not we charting would, on anything right we now we would love to get back to that so please help us out help us sister out <laughs> um and on that note we will be back next week and again we still have instagram and facebook so if at any point you guys want to have us do a special topic please Let uh, us know. yeah give us suggestions because at this point we're just kind of coming up with whatever but um at some point we might do byoc bring your own case right yes and uh see how that goes but anyway we will uh talk to you guys next week yeah have a good week you guys yamas yamas <laughs> <laughs>